0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody and welcome to Cricket Unfiltered, the News Corp cricket podcast. I'm your host Andrew Menzel, aka Menes. And joining me is the chief cricket writer from News Corp, Ben Horn, to react to the news from South Africa that Smith, Warner and Bancroft have been sent home from the tour. Darren Lehman keeps his job and on the way over to play or to join the squad is Burns, Renshaw and Glenn Maxwell. Ben, first thing, did James Sutherland go far enough in his press conference? Look,
1: he's he's very much restricted in a lot of things he can do at the moment. in terms of um, you know the process of this whole thing, um, we're going to we expect the sanctions to come down, which is the actual uh, punishments for Smith, Warner, and Bancroft within the next twenty-four hours, maybe as early as tonight our time. So there's more coming, um, but look, I think James Sutherland, you know, whether he was bound or not. Um, he's left people wanting more and people deserve more of an explanation as to what has gone on. Um, I don't think it's suffice to just say that these three people are involved and no one else was without providing uh, a whats and all account of exactly what went on because we've all seen the the video footage on the field. Uh, We've heard all these um, different versions that have been coming out the last couple of days and um, you know the public deserves to know the full story and we didn't get it this morning.
0: That's true and I I just want to make a few points that I think are very pertinent at the moment you know there's been some reaction that maybe you know Darren Lehman should have been immediately removed from his position perhaps Sutherland should have announced a more wide-ranging inquiry into the team and the health of Australian cricket but I think You know, the Australian cricket is hamstrung, well, not even hamstrung, has to abide by the industrial relations laws of our country. So, you know. Cricket Australia could have been in very hot water if they have gone in and just sacked Lehman and, you know, damaged his reputation and his potential for future employment. And then it was subsequently found he had nothing to do with it. So I I think there's processes that have to be followed to make sure we get the right result. Uh, So that's the first thing. And also... Um, as you say about a more detailed explanation, hopefully we will get that in the passage of time. But what do you think about the process cricket Australia has to go through from here? Um, well,
1: firstly, I agree. I mean, I think, um, you know, if Darren Lehman didn't have anything to do with it, um, then he probably should, he definitely shouldn't have been sacked on the spot. Um, what was interesting was that, um, was that James Sutherland almost seemed to endorse Lehman as coach. Um, but at the same time saying that there is going to be a review into the wider team culture. So um, it's it's still you know massively uncertain where Darren Lehman sits in the whole picture. I can't see how he can survive this uh, if they're serious about doing a review into, into the team performance. So, look, the, the review, I guess, is one of the next facets that needs to come. And, uh, you know, they'll take their time with that. The Australian team don't tour until June, I don't think, so... Um, by then they need to have everything sorted uh, but they do have time to um, to come back to Australia take a deep breath and, and go through that properly. Um, in terms of the, the steps with the, the three that have been charged, um, as I said the, the sanctions will come through in the next 24 hours um, we're expecting heavy bans of 6-12 to 12 months uh, loss of the captaincy and, and vice-captaincy for Smith and Warner and um, possibly uh, you know um, repercussions for them in the IPL um, obviously they'll have the, the right to appeal um, but that's that's where it's that that's the next step in the proceedings now
0: I mean this has got incredibly messy very quickly for the good of the Australian team the, the report's surfacing in the last two days about deep divisions within the team perhaps Warner has Ostracised himself or being ostracised, uh, plays angry at Smith for what he said at the press conference. These are all the rumours swirling around the Aussie team at the moment. I mean, this is such a damaging episode for Australian cricket, but the fabric of the team and the 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 culture of the team is is so damaged now.
1: It is, yeah. I mean, uh, you yeah, know, it's 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 going to be difficult for um for Smith and Warner to to come back. You would think, or at least come back. Without significant uh, changes being made to the culture and a significant smoothing over of what's happened in the last in the last couple of days, um, yeah, it's an extraordinary um, turn of events, and it's it's got extremely toxic. I mean, you've got a scenario where the players have essentially uh, have essentially turned on each other, um, and you know Warner is is on the outer, whether um, one way or the other. So it's it's as I say. I mean, this is all why I think a full explanation needs to be given. I mean, for the sake of these players, um, for the sake of for the sake of the fans, it really needs to be put out there in black and white. Um, exactly what went on, as damaging as that might be at the time, I think it's the only way to to fully heal the wounds and and to mil- to move forward.
0: Yeah, and, and look, I think I've heard Adam Voges and Jimmy Ma two ex-professional cricketers, talk. Cricketers talk about what happens at a lunch break and the fact that that everyone splinters off into their own uh, task. People go to physio, people go to eat, people are doing all sorts of things. So it's not without the realms of possibility that a couple of people went rogue and did this off their own bat. Uh,
1: No, it's not. I mean, you have to take um, James Sutherland and and Steve Smith on face value on that. But we need an explanation because um you know there's other ways of finding out isn't there other than being there in the in the lunch break i mean that that's um there's only 11 people in the dressing room it's a pretty small uh, it's a pretty small group so um look it's i'm, I'm not challenging the point of view that cricket australia has taken for a second but um i'd like to see some proof as to how they've come to that decision
0: yeah um you know there's also a lot of um, concern now about the welfare of some of these young Australian cricketers. Uh, the, the backlash and the furor has been without precedent in Australian cricket. And, you know, we can all be upset. We can all be angry, but especially Steve Smith and Cameron Bancroft, uh, they must be absolutely torn apart, shattered. Uh, they will need a uh, support. They will need people around them, because, despite what they've done, uh, they need support from the right people.
1: Absolutely, I mean, I think Steve Smith and is definitely going to get that. Um, I think uh, he's you know absolutely distraught by all accounts, and um, you know he's a guy that sort of these things weigh on him heavily, uh, the stresses of cricket. I'm sorry, weigh heavily on him at the best of times. So you can only imagine what this type of scenario was. Has done for his mental space, so yeah, you've got to feel for him. There's an excellent story online from um, from Peter Lawler uh, from the Australian, and, um, basically telling that side of the story. And um, look, Steve Smith, um, you know, Steve Smith has to take the can for this. He's the captain, and perhaps this shows that he, he wasn't the right man to captain Australia. But I don't think it's um, I don't think it's a, necessarily a condemnation. On his character as a person, you know, I've always found him to be a very decent person.
0: Yeah, that's that wise words. But what you said there about him not being f- the right person to lead Australia—I've sort of looked at this in hindsight. Is 2020, 20, but the signs have been there for you could say since the Sri Lanka tour in 2016, where Smith sort of melted down. Um, and then since then we've seen times where he's been unable to keep his emotions in check and the stresses have got to him so you know perhaps he was too young for the job and I mean it's easy to say in hindsight but I mean the evidence is there that you could so- you-, you could see something like this potentially happening.
1: Yeah I mean look it was a difficult uh, decision I suppose for Australia to make it the time in the sense that there, there wasn't a whole lot of other candidates they, that they could have given it to. Um, like, it was, you just had a scenario where Michael Clark, Brad Haddon, Shane Watson at all just left the dressing room at the exact same time, um, raft of young players there. Mm, um, mm. You know, Steve Smith was the obvious choice, but... Oh,
0: I look, I wanted it. it. I wanted it too. It, too didn't it
1: didn't necessarily mean that he had the, the personality to, to handle it. So, um Look, he's guilty of, of not standing up for what was right and, and to not have that authority in the room. But, um, you know, I don't think it's it's any kind of um, sign that, um, you know, there was any kind of, you know, um, corrupt element to his personality. I think he, you know, he was he was just guilty of, of um, you know, maybe not, not taking enough of a stand.
0: Yeah, and I do not know how Smith and Bancroft were allowed in that press conference at the end of day three in Cape Town. That is a massive fail by the management of the Australian cricket team. Uh, it was the the worst response to the incident you could possibly imagine.
1: Um, I mean, I, I don't totally agree with that because I think it was admirable that Steve Smith and Cameron Bancroft faced the music. I mean, we've got so many other sporting teams in this country and, other cricket teams around the world, that if this instance didn't face them, sorry, if this instance confronted them, that they wouldn't have fronted up like that. And look, I know that by doing so, it's, it's probably contributed to this, um, to this, um, you know, this explosion that we've seen over the last few days, but I don't think that necessarily makes it a a poor performance or a bad choice. I think, um, you know, in all, I think it shows that Steve Smith is a, is a decent person and wants to take responsibility. So, I don't think he should be hung out to drive for that. And I think, um, you know, Australia, um, for all of the sins that have happened and for all of the cultural flaws, at least they were willing to, to face the music on what happened.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I just think it was poorly managed. And, you know, we saw Smith un, un, unintentionally, you know, throw the whole leadership group into the mix. So I just think it needed a, a written statement, maybe send someone like... Um david saker up there and just wait until we knew what was going on and and then spiraled out of control since then but it's just a minor thing within the whole context of what's going on so now uh, smith warner bancroft come home burns Arenshaw, maxwell go in um i it's hard to see australia winning the fourth test with you know, th- potentially two or three new batsmen in the lineup and the the furor that's gone on and they're not training it'd be pretty it's a long way to see them actually perform well
1: it is I mean it's a it's a fresh fight uh, for those three players I mean you know obviously this is a totally uh, ridiculous way to uh, earn your way back into the Australian team unprecedented but um, all three of them deserve to be there in their own way i I told you
0: renshaw would go horn remember i said that quite unequivocally so (laughs) i didn't know the circumstances but
1: (laughs) yeah glenn maxwell um has had a um you know has had an excellent summer and i thought was unfairly treated at times um by by the australian setup so it's really a, a fresh start for him and a great opportunity for him renshaw deserves credit for you know the way he was dropped and then going back taking his medicine and 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 letting his bat do the talking he made three shield hundreds in a row and joe burns um i suppose has you know made less headlines in the way that he's come and gone from the australian team but he's uh you know he, he's steadily gone about his work and um um you know I, I don't know how it ended up but i mean he was sort of the most consistent shield player for the majority of the of the year so um it's a good opportunity for those players and um you know they, they've got nothing to lose i mean if Australia do go down in this Test match, as you probably expect. Then um, it's not going it to, or shouldn't affect their, their standing at all. Um, but it's a, it's an opportunity for them to go out there and, um, and make a big statement, um, as it is for for Tim Payne, who, you know, from nowhere has suddenly got this, um, this opportunity to um, captain Australia. And you know, the way things have gone, it could be his job for uh, for some time.
0: Yeah, Payne, Renshaw and Burns have all been on the podcast this summer. And look, Ben, you might have missed this, but this this podcast broke a huge story revol- revolving around Joe Burns last week that he was starting a fashion label. Um, but it's it's been slightly overshadowed by what's happened in Cape Town. Um, <laughs> uh, just <laughs> yeah. quickly quickly on that, I think uh, you, just sort of, you know, throwing this up in the air, but Hanscom should come into the middle order considering – considering he was the spare batsman on tour and you would have Glenn Maxwell, you know, on as as the one on not picked as a batsman?
1: Uh, oh, not necessarily. I mean, there's quite a few things they could do. I mean, they've got the flexibility where they could move Sean Marsh or uh, Usman Kawaja to open. Um, so there's lots of different ways that it, that it can fit in. I mean, I don't think Hanscom deserves to necessarily be an automatic selection. I mean, that's normally how... These things go, but um, you know he hasn't um, had a lot of cricket under his belt, and um, you know I'd I'd be, I'd literally be keeping it as an open race if I was picking the side. So um, yeah, there's a few different ways it it could pan out, but I suppose um, the there is a bit of sense, I guess, if you're looking for a combination and perhaps having the two Queenslanders there at the top of the order. But um, yeah, they'll have a bit of thinking to do because. Perhaps they feel that they need an experienced head like Sean Marsh um, returning to the opening.
0: Position. Mm. Sometimes these moments of extreme stress galvanise a team. But in this case, I just think it's going to be hard for them to come together. But look, we were bowled out for 47 in uh, you know, South Africa. We won the next test. So uh, stranger things have happened. But I just... You know, I know you've followed this team so closely. You've been in and around a lot of the people involved with this. Is there anything you just want to say to end the podcast about what's happened?
1: Um, <laughs> I don't think I have anything as profound as uh, what people like Jim Maxwell might have had to say over the, over the last few days. But um, yeah, look, I mean, I'm 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 still shocked. Still can't believe quite how big this um big this has been. and, and that's not to say that it, it doesn't deserve to be this big. It's just it's just an extraordinary story that just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and probably will keep getting bigger uh, as the time goes on. So, I mean, it's just amazing that one incident, or one day, could change so much in Australian cricket. I mean, Steve Smith's entire career has has changed in the in the um, in the span of a session, basically. Um, so, it's a it's a remarkable thing. But I think it's a time where Cricket Australia. Uh, is forced to um, and something that they probably should have confronted a while ago but forced to confront the fact that they do have a major uh, image issue and cultural issue and um, even though that this um, this uh, scandal is I guess the lightning rod of it it's it's really just the tip of the iceberg in terms of things that need to be need to be fixed so um, this is going to be a messy process I mean a lot of people, are going to lose their jobs if, if this is being done correctly and a lot of uh, looking in the mirror is going to need to be done. So, um, you yeah, it's, it's it, it, it could be, if Australia cricket handle this correctly, it could be a, a huge turning point for the sport.
0: Yeah, and I just want to add to that, there's been a lot of talk that Australia's reaction has been disproportionate to, to the offence cause and you just have to look at Mike Atherton, Faf Duplassie, uh, other international captains that have ball-tampered and been found guilty. But I think Australia has to set its own standards of behaviour and and deci- decide and define what we see as the correct way to play sport and cricket. And we don't, we shouldn't look at other countries to how they treat their similar offences. It's up to us to define ourselves. And as a country, we, you know, set certain boundaries and cheating is one that we just can't cop.
1: Yeah, look, I think um, you know this is beyond ball tampering. That's the difference. I mean, if Cameron Bancroft had have been busted in isolation, um, tampering with the ball, um, we're talking about a different a different story, aren't we? But um, you know, th- this is this has been shown to have a lot of different threads to it, and uh, you know, it, it's really on a different scale.
0: Well, Ben. Thank you for joining me on this dark day of Australian cricket, dark week, dark era, um, unprecedented reaction, and hopefully we'll catch up and talk about cricket again soon.
1: Thanks, man. Take care.
0: All right, listeners, that was our reaction to the press conference from Johannesburg with James Sutherland. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with another show where we'll talk about some positive things in cricket. I've got Fiona Bolland from The Swoop to talk about the women's cricket team and there's an interview with Doug Bollinger, one of the good guys in Australian cricket.